0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Focus Richmond and Central Virginia podcast. I'm Olivia McLean and I'm on staff here in Charlottesville. Thanks for spending your time with me today. We will be continuing our struggle is real theme today by focusing on something that may have been on your mind recently. Maybe you look around and things don't quite add up. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. I feel as though every time I listen to the news or read a headline, it is just screaming at me one more injustice or horrible atrocity. And it takes a toll. I can feel helpless and small and not know how I fit into this bigger picture. If you ever feel like I do, I'm here to offer you a word of comfort. Today we are going to look at two different verses. The first is from the Old Testament and it describes God's character. The second is from the New Testament in Matthew and points us as humans in a direction. If you are following along in your Bibles, please turn to Psalm 89, verses 13 through 16. Here we go. Psalm 89. Your arm is endowed with power. Your hand is strong, your right hand exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness. Here we hear David describing what he knows of God. Let me call your attention to verse 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Justice is intrinsic to our God. It is literally the foundation of his throne. He sits upon it as he interacts with the world. Righteousness and justice paired with love and faithfulness make up his character. David is painting a picture of God that can be helpful for us when thinking about what God cares about and who he is. The frustration and indignation that you feel when you see inequity or corruption or prejudice or bigotry in the world points to the way that God feels about the matter. That peace inside of you that feels the need to make things better is in line with God's hope for the world. Your outrage against injustice is evidence that justice exists in the world and that it is good. There are many verses like this in the Old Testament, particularly in Psalms, that point to who God really is. I find them helpful to turn to when it is hard for me to remember where God's heart is, and I'd encourage you to do the same. Now we will turn to the New Testament. If you're following along, go to Matthew chapter 5. Jesus is giving his very famous Sermon on the Mount in which he describes a world that is topsy-turvy, totally different than the world in which he was inhabiting, and honestly totally different than the one we are in now, too. I am sure that those hearing this sermon would have been confused. Who Jesus is describing is not typically those who are blessed. So let's go there now. Verse six says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. If you have ever felt outraged by an injustice that you have seen or heard about in the world, this is what Jesus is talking about. That desire that we have to see justice comes from a holy place inside of us. Blessed are those who pay attention and recognize that things are not how they should be. Jesus goes on to talk about how his followers should be salt and light in the world. What do salt and light do? On their own, they are nothing, but they each find their value in what they bring to others. Salt preserves food and brings out the flavor. Light illuminates. In these ways, Jesus is motivating those who love him to find the best in the world and make sure that it is enhanced. What does this mean for us? Let's highlight a few things. First, I think it can be easy when things are not right in the world to think that God does not care and does not know. Let me assure you that he both cares and knows. It pains him to experience the overwhelming and pervasive injustice that is our reality. Jesus again and again reaches out to the poor, the marginalized, the suffering, the ostracized. He makes the lowest of the low in society his dinner guests and his closest companions. It is hard to ignore the radical social statement that Jesus makes again and again throughout the Gospels. It shows that he totally cares. Secondly, it can also feel like there is no hope. Sometimes injustice feels so big that it is hard to imagine that any one person can make any sort of dent in this mammoth issue. I find hope here in what Jesus said and who he was. The verse, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled, offers hope. They will be filled. Our desire for justice and all to be right in the world will happen. We have been promised that. I remember that when I, that when I turn on the news and start to feel my blood boil. Also, the salt and the light p- portion of the Sermon on the Mount brings me hope follow as if Christ can be a powerful force, finding the best part in the world and highlighting and preserving that part for others to see. Lastly, we are promised that this is all temporary. I had a theology teacher who used to say, we all matter, but we're not the point. This may sound like a cop-out and I don't want it to come off that way, but it is true. We all matter, but none of us is the point. We are promised in scripture that God will return to make all things new again. That is a promise that we can stake our claim on. And the good news is that Jesus has already come once and sacrificed himself so that none of us have to endure the consequence of the injustice that we all perpetuate every day. We live in this strange time of the already and the not yet. Christ has already come once and has not yet returned. But he will. We will continue to see injustice in the world as we continue to live in this world. That's a fact. Christ calls us to respond not with apathy, but with the radical action of love. Jesus modeled this through his ministry, constantly reaching out to lepers and children and widows, everyone in society who had been cast away. He offered them healing and respite. When you are deep in the struggle of injustice, Jesus offers that for you too. Amen. Thanks guys for spending time with me.